Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, everyone. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today... I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun and see you later. Hi everyone, Alex here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Jennifer Payton, Camilla Sutton, Charles Craig, Igor Nikolsky, Brianna, Cara Martin, Lauren Coleman, Wim, Shauna Bracken, Callie Shearer, Zalia Chimera, Christopher Niez, Maxwell Scrocky, Philip Platt, Aurora B, Johnny Dangerously, Athena Fraid, Lys Rojas, Iris, Kim Cuthbertson. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash rustyquill and take a look at our rewards. Welcome to episode 129 of the Rusticool Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell. With me today, I have... Ben Meredith, Bryn Monroe, And Helen Gould. And who are you playing? Azu. Hamid Salaharun Al-Tahan. Zolf Smith. Yeah! <laughs> We've been discussing how long it's been. Really long time. Two years. Yeah. Time. Since yeah. in really? the instructions. Although, as Helen pointed out, like two weeks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. No, no, it depends. Two weeks... Or two years. They both actually kind of check out. Oh, that's true, game. actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Sorry, how much, how much lived experience? About I, two I, weeks. I have genuinely tried to more or less sync it up so that for Zolf, about as much time has passed as the recording. So oh. everything's fine. Everything's squared up. Everyone who accuses me of, oh, this whole campaign's crushed into a tiny amount of time. I'm like, no, it's not. It's actually <laughs> no, really it's long still, running. It still is. It still is. <laughs> you are the ones who are uh, wrong. And also you did that time skip in uptime, not downtime. So you still don't give these characters any chance. Oh, you want downtime? All right. 
That's fine. Oh, why did you have to she say it? We just locked in a cell. This was already planned. Right. So we, uh, we are... I love a bottle episode. We are picking up where we left off as a brief rundown because we probably do have some new listeners. It's been a fresh season and this is the first like couple of episodes of the brand new timeline, I How suppose. Exciting. Hey, guys. So, should have started last episode. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, the one before, which is the actual beginning of the season. Damn. So, I'm not keeping track. What remains of the party... Do you have to phrase it like that? ...were teleported to Japan, where they immediately went to a, an inn of some kind and were treated to some lovely drinks. Basically passed we out... We treated ourselves to them. ...fell through the floor and woke up in a cage... The worst. ...with... Basically, an old friend. I think that's fine. It's not my friend. So I am going to go <laughs> channel that. Uh, we are now going to pick up pretty much where we left off, which is Hamid obviously just put the request in for a bunch of stuff. I'm going to leave it to you guys. Do you want to pick up exactly where you left off? Or do you want a little bit of time? A little bit of cool down do you want time? To your it's gifts? all good. <laughs> you know what? I got time to kill. You want some downtime? Here's some downtime. Uh-huh. You tell me, what do you want? Tell me what you want. I'll hook you up. I'll hook you up real good. Do you want Bren? I'll hook you up real good. Do you want that juicy drama? I really, really, really want a zig a zig R. (laughs) I'm not going to be your lover, okay? (laughs) (laughs) It's only one! You've told people about Zolf Hammond shipping, so don't... (laughs) Yeah, how does Zolf respond to my demands? Yeah, okay. Well, I can get you that stuff. I'm surprised you need a a mirror and everything. Anti-magic field, that's why. All right, yeah, sure. I'll just go, go get you that stuff. Nice to see you again, Hamid. And I'll go get that stuff. Zolf, <laughs> Zolf leaves. What is happening? I don't know. It's so... Zolf... Did we tell you about Zolf? He used to be part of the mercenary group before... Yeah... Um, I guess he's working with Wilds now? Person... Yeah, he was a cleric of Poseidon. Hmm. Right, well... I'm a bit surprised he's working with Wild again. They never seem to get on, but I guess... While we were gone, Wild needed some reliable people, and they'd worked together before. Uh, right, okay, here we go. Uh, so I passed some collapsible chairs and a collapsible like picnic table through the bars. <laughs> there you go, you make yourself a little more comfortable. You're... Thank you. I'd... Still a bit put out that you've decided to keep us in a cage. Well, I mean, you know, you know the situation, right? I, yes, I understand the situation. We we could have been left in quarantine with our families back in Cairo. Well, we were told we were needed here urgently, and we had to leave them behind in a cage no. just to turn up here and be locked in a cage. Look, thought we'd be being useful, not I, mistrusted. Okay, on the timelines. Okay, this is not this is not a world in which you can just afford to trust people. Now, I am going to be honest. I'm pretty certain Hamid ain't turned. I can vouch for him. Okay. And Hamid, you, this Azu, she's not left your... You know, can you vouch for her? I mean, as far, as far as I understand it, we've been gone over 18 months and she's been in my presence the entire time. So, yes. Okay, so, I still can't let you out, but this is why I can talk to you. You know, that, that and that is... That's... That's trust in and of itself. I'm not giving information to people who could use it against us. But got to say, wild, being wild, had that sort of attitude. You know, the, hey, you know, it'll be fine attitude. He's already been burned by it once. So 
We're sticking by the rules. And those are the rules. You know you know what's at stake, right? Like, and yes, I, know. Yes, I understand that. I'm just saying I would have liked to have spent this time with my little brother who's lost and alone in a different world while, if we were going to be in a cage regardless. Wild and I didn't know that. Nor can we know that you're not lying that that's where you were. We don't actually know exactly where you came from. Messages can be sent, but messages can't be verified beyond all reasonable doubt, right? Fine, this is the problem. Fine. This is the problem. So tell us, I mean, look, it's been a long time, Zolf. How about we start with what happened to you after you, we parted ways in Prague? As who starts to work out quietly in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> She's, she's, I love the idea of angry setups. Just eyes on top, just bicep curling, going yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm getting real, um, I'm real, getting real prison intimidation vibes already from Azu. I'm in a cell <laughs> for five minutes, and you're I already know, like, well, like, time to okay, have okay, I've got, a, I've got a cut a guard. I've got, a, you know, establish my dominance. Where's your shiv? Come on. How? I've got tusks. Um, <laughs> And, and, I, and, I, and my and, way out. And an axe. We've still got <laughs> weapons. Yeah. How big is the cell, by the way? It is about ten feet by ten feet. So not big. That's four squares. Okay, that that that's small enough for as it to be. On it, honestly, anyway, it's, yeah. it's close enough to the room that you're in right now. Yeah. No. Not good. Right. Yeah. She, she is genuinely gonna be like doing push-ups and stuff. Holding eye contact, or trying to hold eye contact, or ignoring. She should ask Hammond um, to sit on her back to make it harder. <laughs> I lift you up with one. <laughs> yeah. What she's doing bicep curls with <laughs> is Hammond. While Hammond has a, has a <laughs> conversation <laughs> with himself. <laughs> I mean, knowing Hammond, he'd be lulled to sleep, so... <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then we... Look, I'm I'm sorry I left you in Prague. I'm not, I understand not proud it was of that. the right decision at the time, unfortunately. Yeah, well... We could have used your help, but that's the way of things. Yeah, well, at that stage, I wouldn't have been much help. So... You're not much help now, either. (laughs) Look, I I get that you're obviously angry, and I understand that. I'm more than angry. Furious? Incandescent rage? I am not going to talk to you about it, Oh, it is worth mentioning. Azu is not glowing. Really? Yeah, we're in an anti-magic field. Oh! You made it through oh. Rome, glowing. Not here. Oh. You know why that? You know what? You know that might be. I mean, it could just be because everything's your fault. Maybe that's why the glow went Oh away. come on! Yeah, stop it, Alex! <laughs> Boom! Look, I just think that Boo. Azu needs internal. This guy? I think I need a bit more direct control of Azu's internal monologue. That's all I'm saying. No. <laughs> Talking about paladins being fascists. <laughs> So, I had a bit of soul-searching to do, and I did, and I've... <laughs> Me and Poseidon are not on speaking terms anymore. Oh! But that's fine. You left the church? Well... I mean, not officially, I just haven't spoken to them and rejected... Stuff has changed, but look, I... I spent some time wandering around the city of Central Europe before everything kicked off, and had some thinking and found out a little bit more about what my dad did with the Harlequins and, you know, he was like a logistical freelancer for them and gave him a hand but wasn't the full member so I decided, well, since I didn't have anything to, no direction then that would be as good as anything to keep my mind off of stuff so 
You started working with the Harlequins? Sort of, yeah. Well, look, honestly, meritocrats are much better, so it's much for much, isn't it? Well, I mean, only one of those two factions allowed a necromancer to rise in a city leading to the deaths of hundreds of people, but sure. And possibly is the cause of all of this, from what we were told. Really? What? I don't... That man, Kafka, he was looking into the robot things. The simulacra. I mean, not exactly. That wasn't the point I was making, really. He's more... Apart from that whole thing, which obviously is not good, but from what Curie says, he was corrupted by a bad book. A a Roman book. So that whole... So it seems connected to me. That's all I'm saying. Okay, but Kafka's probably connected to simulacra stuff in the way that... Henri was connected to the simulacra stuff. Well, whatever. I was helping them out looking into the weather stuff. Remember? On the channel? Yeah. Well, it's obviously been getting worse, but I kind of hit a bit of a dead end. There there was something doing it, and it was localised around coastlines, not open seas, so it seemed targeted to try and keep people... Restrict, you know, communication. movement and... Yeah. And isolate people, isolate regions. So, but, But that hit a bit of a dead end so then we were contacted by Wilde uh, he asked for me because he knew what I was up to and then I've been helping him uh, along with do you remember Barnes? yeah 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 so he's helping out and this guy called Howard Carter Carter? are you joking? Carter was a petty criminal and an idiot I mean he's quite a good quite a good sneak thief he's a bit of a I mean he didn't he seem to like trap. Had- any ability at all when we met him. Well, okay, then well, he tried to bribe his way out of it. I mean, I, I don't know what he was doing before then, but, you know, he's he, he seemed like a bit of a Sasha. How is she, by the way? We lost her. Hammond just looks really sad. He doesn't... Uh, right, okay. Fair enough. Dangerous business and all that. No, not fair enough. Very, very, very unfair. Extremely not good. And, and, how and, much and has Bertie, how, how much has Wild told you about what happened to us? Um, you you went AWOL. Um, you disappeared. I mean, yeah, but before that, not a huge amount. I mean, you heard. Things. You surely must have heard what happened in Prague. What with Kafka? Yeah. Well, bits. And Bertie dying. That I didn't know. What? How? It was literally in the papers. I was not. As I said, I was not in the headspace where I was keeping up with... Anyway. And Fine, my... well, couldn't have happened to a And my sister. Guy. Right. Oh, I'm sorry about that. That's all. And well, I, I am sorry I couldn't... I assumed Wilde would have filled you in, so, yeah, well, after Prague... The relevant bits, not, you know... We met Newton. Um, we found someone who'd been working with Kafka and... Tesla on miniaturising the power source, the same one we found under the uh, ordinateurs in Paris. We went to Cairo. We found a bunch of ciphered papers in the bank vaults and handed them over to Wilde. We went to Damascus and traced the adamantine to some to the plant where we found a bunch of simulacra ready to be shipped and we got Apophis to burn that to the ground and there was a factory then we found a factory it. underneath it and we we flooded that and then the cult of Hades told us they kidnapped our family and taken we Einstein told us they'd taken them to Rome so we went to Rome to try and rescue them and then we went 
into some sort of pocket dimension where time was running differently that might have been linked to Hades or something. And Almost certainly linked to Hades. How, how long is it? We were... We, we were, were there for there about ten minutes. A few minutes, and when we came back, Einstein told us 18 months had passed. Wait, so you're telling me that basically, as far as you're concerned, I left about two weeks ago? I mean, more like a month maybe, but that sort of scale, yeah. It's all very fresh and recent. And right. It was travelling back, after we'd found our family, travelling back from the other dimension that we lost Sasha and Grizzop, and we don't know what happened. We, the magic might have gone wrong. We might still have a way to find them, but we don't. We need the help of people, and the world is too messed up for anyone to help us with that right now. So we've just got to get on with it, and we can't spend time with our family. We can't help because we're strapped in this cage. Sorry, sorry. It's just, it's a lot. It's been, it's been a lot. I know it's a lot. I look. I didn't realize you hadn't had that long to come to terms with everything we've had 18 months to kind of know what's I'm a lot more used to this than you two are so maybe I'll I'll sit quietly for a bit gotta keep watch just in case in case what exactly like are you case we we start developing blue lines on our face and turn evil yeah basically that that pretty much that right as he moves over to Hamid, so does a little pat. <laughs> uh, Hamid grabs your hand and just squeezes it. Tell you what, I will sit quietly away and read my book. You two. Did can... you have the food and, and some water? Yes. No. Of course. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go get that. Like, I, I, I'll give you two some space. I don't. You know. Just. I, I'll. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Bye. How far away are you? Like, are you far away that you would hear us if we were talking? I will be leaving the room for now while I get food, but then I will come back. I mean, okay. I don't know. I don't know how far away the food place is. Alex, <laughs> Alex, <laughs> Extremely close. You have prepped for this eventuality, and also, you're in an inn. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I suppose. I suppose then, as you're far as you know, long... I've gone out of the room. That's yeah. absolutely yep. it. Okay, you're stopped for long-term stuff. Yes, I will be reluctantly listening to what they say because they could be spooky corrupt You're doing people. your job. Okay. Good. Well, while you're gone, so as it says to Hamid, do you really think that we can get them back? There's... There's a chance. I. They were lost during the travelling spell. They could be somewhere else or they could be stuck a bit like the like others were. But they were actually in the other plane and they could be stuck between planes or they could be on a different plane and what would that mean it could mean anything if they were stuck on a plane where time runs faster and everything's trying to kill them they're probably but they could be stuck on a plane where nothing much happens and time's slow and we can find them well, it's magic, so there's a chance. Yeah, I th- think so. Curie said it was unlikely, but it's not impossible. Isn't it ironic that we went to Rome to recover people and then we lost them anyway? Just right. Different ones. So um, here you go. Uh, some, some stuff. I'll just 
in the, be in the corner reading them. Yes, the bye. Book. Okay, uh, yeah, bye. Well, not bye, I'm still in. Yeah, yeah, okay, bye. I mean, it's different though, isn't it? Like, the others were hostages and wherever Chrysop and Sasha are, at least they've got a chance. I hope they're together. I hope they look after each other. They, they're both survivors. Yeah, well... I hope we find out. Too much else going on, but time probably isn't of the essence in a way. It, either so much will have happened it won't matter or not enough will have happened it that it won't matter. Either way, mm. I guess. It's a brave new world. <laughs> the dramatic irony is very strong with this scene. <laughs> it's everything I wanted it to be more. I'm so happy. I'll, uh, I'll <laughs> so off in the corner, like, just looks over from his book and says, I know, look, it, for what it's worth, you two being here as long as this whole trial period, you know, as long as you pass your probation, as it were, you'll help getting stuff moving here. We've been at a bit of an impasse, so this is good that you're here. If, you know, as I said, if you're not actually secretly evil. Fine. But, you know. So what... But, go back to my book. You said... You were doing logistics and investigating oh, the me. weather. Uh, what, yeah. what else? When did everything go really wrong? And what? How did you end up in Japan? Well, the I'm not. I'm not gonna. Like, I'm not gonna talk about the mission. Like, I'll talk about sure. personal stuff. But, okay. But <sighs> Wild has something to do here, and that's what I've been brought in along with Barnes and Carter to do. Is it a heist? Again, I'm not going to talk about the mission because bl- blue veins and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, that's that, that's that one. Can you tell us about the past? Then you said Wild had been burned by trusting people. Like it would, this is the kind of thing it would be helpful to know, so we don't well, stumble into a situation and make everyone around us feel bad by asking questions when we haven't been adequately prepared. Hamid, I'm I'm sorry. I I've already grieved thought you were all dead and the fact that you turned up again is a surprise and gave me some hope and you know Sasha's still gone and I none of us know what's happened to her but I've already as I said it's been 18 months I've already been through this I knew I've had time and I'm sorry you haven't but it's what I'm trying to give you I don't want to get used to losing people we've it's been constant keep I can't... Hug. Azu hugs Hamid. (laughs) Hamid hugs back. Yeah. I think I would like to continue just holding you for the rest of the scene. (laughs) 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 That's fine, that's fine. I can make that happen. Go go back to the bicep crunches. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, but, like, just holding you (laughs) 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 But I understand that this... This new world we've found ourselves in, that everything's gone terrible and everyone seems to have hardened themselves to this constant loss and betrayal. And I'm not, I just want to understand what people have been going through because it's so different. We were trying to stop something like this from happening and. Well, I don't know. I don't know if anyone could have stopped it, it might have been too big for individuals to be able to 
influence, but it might not be too big for individuals to undo. And that's, mm. you know, that's what we're trying to do. And we, people haven't, people are more guarded, but they haven't hardened up. Like, it just, it has become, there is a default expectation of betrayal and loss, but that doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. So we were told it started in London with r- riots. It, mm. That was happening while we were in Damascus, I think. So it, it must was have starting started, to, yeah. yeah is that when? Left. Is that where it started? What happened next? I still want to get a sense of how things got so out of hand. Huey filled us in on a bit. She said, you know, that started there and spread to Paris, and that Grieve got taken and. And yes, so you describe what was described last episode. Yeah, yeah. I confirm that that is what I know. <laughs> and I think probably you yeah, can't add much more detail. Yeah, no, basically. Let's, why don't we take a break there and we'll just, we'll all catch up on info that you all already know. I and need more, Alex. You need someone to give me more information. <laughs> I'm not always an exposition dump. I can't come back into your life and you just try and use me. <laughs> God. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to eighty percent less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Hello everyone, this is Helen, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and host of our chat show, Enthusiasm. If you haven't heard yet, Rusty Quill has a brand new original audio drama, Trice Forgotten. Trice Forgotten is a swashbuckling found family adventure created by Nemo Martin. Alestes likes to keep her head down while she works as a merchant, couriering deliveries and carrying travellers to destinations across the seas. Only, as her travellers gradually become permanent crewmates, she realises her ship has become a floating museum, a laboratory, a vault of repatriated treasures and a chef's kitchen. After spending most of her life with the understanding that nothing changes, no matter how hard you fight, Alestes is faced with a choice. Will she use her new network of allies to build a safe harbour and potentially a future for her new community, or will she once again put her head down and drown in her sea of excuses? Trice Forgotten is the latest audio drama from Rusty Quill, creators of multiple award-winning podcasts including the Magnus Archives and Rusty Quill Gaming. Search for Trice Forgotten, that's T-R-I-C-E, wherever you listen Listen to your podcasts or visit www.rustyquill.com for more information. And welcome back. So, I am going to jump in a little bit here with Zolf, unfortunately, is not exactly a mine of information because, unfortunately, a lot of the things that you want answers to, he either doesn't have or no one does. What I am going to suggest is, because you got at least a bit of time ahead of you, I might accelerate time at that point a little bit. It seems a sensible place. Mm -hmm. But I want to take my lead from you all. Where would you like to accelerate time to? If you want to skip to the end of seven days, I can do that. Should we do a halfway point? Yeah, should we do a bit where like we're halfway through and then one okay. at the end? Okay, cool. So what I'll do then is, as a brief overview of what happened, like, that might affect you in those days. So, you know, day one passes. Day two, I'm not going to tell your characters what your characters do. <laughs> Every day, Wild will come in, have a look, have a talk with Zolf. And then leave. He won't say a word to either of you. He will look. If you speak to him, he will blank-faced ignore you. Wow. Just stonewall. Nothing. At all. Actually, both give me a sense motive check. Yeah, okay. Natural (laughs) 20. Good. Oh, no, wait. That makes sense. You actually know Wild a lot more, so that makes sense. 14. 14, okay. But only because I've got I mean, 11 yeah, in my sense, sense <laughs> My sense motive is only three, but I did roll a natural 20. Hamid, you notice that whenever he's looking at both of you, he's picked up a new uh, mannerism that he didn't have before, which is uh, he sort of gently strokes the scar, that the fresh, the new one on his face, when he looks at you both, just a little bit, and then he leaves. But yeah, nothing. If you Let me know if you yell at him or scream at him, it doesn't matter. You are getting stonewalled the whole time. What are the bars between us and the corridor made of again? Are they adamantine? You'll have had the time to check. They are soot blackened adamantine. So it's it's adamantine that someone has sooted up so they don't have any shine to them. Mm. And then there is mesh between the bars as well. There is one that doesn't have mesh, which is for Zolf to pass things through, but you aren't going to be able to throw things through there unless it's like Damn. a bit of water, maybe. <laughs> Hammond, Hammond is pretty annoyed at the whole situation, yeah. but he kind of also understands. He thinks that the other people are probably being reasonable, so he's not going to be angry at anyone. Mm. He's just going to be frustrated. In which case, I will jump to the halfway point. Right. Nine letters. 32 down. It's um, a word meaning extreme ability, often in sort of physical stuff. I don't know if that's anyone... Uh, I've got a... Athletics? No, so second letter is L, and last letter is Y. That's... 
I'm so bored of this. Well, it's... I'm trying to make I it as entertaining as possible. I understand you have to keep us locked up. I mean... And we can't even just read the newspaper ourselves? That seems excessive. No, I was doing the cross... I was doing the crossword. I was trying to... Do I'd like it. to understand what's going on. I'd like... We're not getting newspapers. This is a little book of crosswords I brought. I'm almost done now. They're almost all gone. I need a new one, but I can't get a new one. That's a, it's in Japanese, but then I can't speak Japanese or read it. So this is basically it. So I was just trying to involve you in, you know, I was trying to do something. I know, I know what you think about that Campbell book, so I'm not going to read one out loud or anything. So What's the Campbell book? Harrison Campbell. He's mm. a pretty good romantic novelist. I can, I can lend you one if you want. I'm going to give Ben a bit of an info dump. Despite everything that has been happening and everything, bizarrely, he absolutely hit the mainstream within <laughs> sort of... Just when things started to get really bad, he was just exploding because he had a real prolific period and wrote basically his what was considered his greatest work, which was about an incredibly arrogant, non-chivalrous knight sort of sweeping through the land and imposing himself on people. And everyone said it was a, a breakthrough piece. So bizarrely, he's now... Actually quite a well-known name, but unfortunately he was hitting it just as more important things came. So it's really difficult to get hold of his stuff, but a lot of people have now heard of him. I, I give you um, the first book in the Hearts of Fire sequence. What are they about? About uh, uh, an, an, an unchivalrous knight who's held to a code against his will and has to act. It's Bertie. He basically, his encounter with Bertie inspired something really good. So, you know. Um, huh. yeah. so, but anyway, just don't ignore that bit. But, but the actual story is really... Yeah, it was really good. And, like, the other... Now, tell you what, I'll let... I don't want to spoil it for you, so you can read it. And he rifles around his bag and pulls out this, like, thick... <laughs> thick <laughs> fantasy oh, it's, unnecessary. it's unnecessarily thick. Like, when I say Hamid, prolific... Hamid is trying really hard to show no reaction to any of this. <laughs> when I say As prolific, by the way, I mean... Like, George R. R. Martin took a load of cocaine and wrote the entirety of Game of Thrones in a oh, week. Oh, so Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, good. Appreciate that. Um, okay, Asa will take it as if you are handing her a snake, but she will still take it because she is. She, she's a doer. Okay. <laughs> she's oh, not doing anything. Uh, <laughs> alacrity. It was alacrity. That was it. Right. I'm going to jump ahead. So, unless anyone objects, I think it might make sense to jump to the end of the wait. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. How many of those Harrison Campbell books do you have? Oh, it's about 23. Not all in the hot love. I, I need to know, what's, what's Azu's <laughs> taste in literature? Oh, gosh. How trashy. This is trashy. Well, this here's is the thing. He hit, he hit the mainstream and bizarrely he found a new voice and he, he took all of the bits that made his trashy novels successful but added just a whole... He had a complete, like, epiphany. It's really mm. good trash. It's, it's trash, <laughs> but it's amazing trash. It's... It's re- it depends on your taste, but if you if you can get into that kind of vibe, it's a bit it's a bit up itself. But is if you it, get into it, is it a little bit Philippa Gregory? I need a bit more. She writes so yeah, historical historical novels. Yeah. Uh, the other Berlin girl, also oh, the, yeah. yeah, all that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. stuff, which is like oh, super yeah. soap opery, dramery, trashy, but also well researched and you know. Like, yeah, basically, that. I was totally into that because she there wasn't much conflict or drama in her life, so <laughs> she likes to well until now. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like when she was growing up. Yeah, yeah. People all tended to get on, and now she's reading about other. Like in terms of like the preempts, you you notice the words uh, modern classic, indi- unputdownable, indicative <laughs> of our times, <laughs> and it's it's basically it is a uh, it's a send up 
or it's kind of almost like a satire, but it's a send up of the sort of coming of age night journey mm. thing and it's sort of a comment on that and blah 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 blah. it's actually really good it's very very yeah readable there's a reason he was getting successful okay yes she reads as many of them as you as would oh, be I've feasible got, I've, got, I've got all of them okay they're hard to get hold of yeah but he's got them oh, no, I know i got them, <laughs> I got them. <laughs> can, can we just get Do a take buy it? <laughs> of, of helen reacting to one of the earlier books that harrison campbell wrote when jennifer makes a terrible decision well, it depends it depends when you finish the uh when you finish the new series, do you go back to his earlier works, or do you do you do you want to stick with his best? Yeah, she'll try some earlier. Yeah. I really excitedly have <laughs> you. I can't remember what the name of that book is, but oh god, so long ago. When passions collide and things like oh, that. I think it was when passions collide. Yeah. <laughs> um, real Mills and Boone they're, stuff. They're, they, these are real trashy, kind of saucy, mostly trashy. They like this guy had some kind of like life-changing moment like <laughs> some near-death experience or something <laughs> fundamentally changed him for the better okay like someone went through fire came out the other side a writer <laughs> i wish that's how it works um does here <laughs> she likes the the earlier stuff more <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, Zorf will just excitedly talk to you about all of the plot twists and this thing and what did you think about this and that kind of stuff. It's, just... it's a safe topic that you could talk about for hours. Yeah. <laughs> Hammond gets worse and worse <laughs> at hiding his feelings as the week drags on. So I am going to jump to time is up. Zolf, you are not aware of the time for the sake of ease. Wild comes in. Closes the door. Leaves it unbarred, something he's never done before. Right. Time's up. Oh, right. Brilliant. Oh. Finally! Okay. Oh my god, can we please get out of here now? <laughs> Let I us out. I need a proper wash! <laughs> We've got baths to run for you, come on. I walk in, uh, well, walk up, turn the key, throw the door open, and give Hammond a massive hug. I'm like, oh, I've been waiting for so long to do that. <laughs> oh, it's good to see you again, really. It's I'm good to not- see you too, off. Hammond is a little bit hesitant about the hug, if anything. I'm not going to RP this, but just because it's an important detail, if you were unwilling, people will have been pushing to sort of show skin and so on throughout that, like, every day to check for signs and things, blah, 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 just to be clear. Like, that will have had to have happened. Would we have had to, like, strip completely at some point each day, or...? Pretty much. That's the thing is, I don't want to RP it, but it is a thing where it's like, I'm really sorry, those are the rules. Hamid doesn't really care about that, to be honest. That's fair. That's okay, Azida has really mixed feelings. If you talk to her about anything other than Harrison Campbell, she's not going to know what Yeah, to- <laughs> that's fine. And here's the other one. There's a reason I didn't want to RP this, but it's a tactical thing. Uh, Wild will have been there for those bits. <laughs> he won't have said anything. He won't have reacted to anything, but he'll have just impassively waited until Zolf could convince you to go along and just... He, he, even if it took three hours, he would just stand there and okay. give you nothing for three hours. Also, Zolf is obviously super uncomfortable with it. Yeah. As is probably angry at, more angry at Wild than you. Then. So, <laughs> the door's thrown open. Wild gestures for you to leave. He then heads towards the door, holds it open. I'm expecting you probably want a bit of space from me when you're ready. Yes. I'm happy to answer any questions you've got. Right. Well, you can finally tell us everything we've been waiting for. But yes, the bath first, please. Thank you. I'll show them through. Perfect. Wild heads out. You get to leave your small, tiny room. Right. Almost every vertebra that Azu has, like, just, just, 
I don't know how to make a cracking noise with my mouth, but that, they all crack. Uh, I could do it with my neck, but I'm not going to because no, it's don't. gross. We've got ed- sound editors for that. We yep. can put it in if we want to. <laughs> as, soon, as soon as they have any semblance of privacy, mm. Hamid, even before taking a bath, is going to take Azu aside and just go, are you okay? Yes, that's a good point, actually. Because um, he, he wouldn't would... have asked while they were in the cage yeah, yeah. and potentially being watched. Yeah, so I, I, Dolph will also be like, look, I'm going to actually give you some space now. You're trustworthy. That's it. Fine. I'm going to go other side of the building. Just... Thank you. Yeah. And I'll leave. Bye. <laughs> Are you okay? I know that must that whole week must have been really hard for you. I'm sorry, I wanted to be more comforting, but I felt like everything we did was being watched and it was horrible. We were being... That's because we were being yeah. watched. I... I'm coping. I suppose. Would would you like to talk about anything? I feel like everything's been said. We've got a job to do and then we've been promised some help mm-hmm. afterwards with finding our friends and hopefully that happens. Hopefully. Um, but I just... I, I hope we get to stick together as you... Your friendship means a lot to me and we've come through so much and I want to just... Let's stay a team, you and me. I'm not letting go of you anytime soon. Okay, bath! <laughs> <laughs> so, you both stink, by the way. Yeah. Whilst, whilst, oh, like, absolutely. whilst like, a bucket and some rags has been pushed through for you to like keep yourselves cleanly and so on, no washing facilities, it is oh. a room. So, heading up, yeah... I will just give you a broad description rather than, you know, bit by bit. You have the run of the inn for the start. There is no one there. You notice that, like, you can just take stairs up to the main set of the room before. You actually come out behind a sort of hidden shelf behind the bar of all places. But once you're up there, the innkeeper is there and he's sort of happy to show you around and so on and he's being super polite and respectful. There's the room that you were in before, obviously, but in addition to that, out back are some sort of exterior sort of washing basins. Turns out there's a stream nearby Mm -hmm. that they sort of take feed from. There is a sort of paper divider between the two and there's two pools where one for men, one for women. Mm -hmm. Additionally, there are sort of rooms upstairs if you want them for like bed, like proper beds. It seems a decent place, actually. Not huge, but given that you thought you were in quite a rural area, this must be like the biggest place for a decent distance there's a sort of dining room and so on and then down a corridor at the end is a sort of storage room and at the very very end there is a door ajar and you can see Wilde is there sort of sat at a desk doing some paperwork his door is open when he looks up and sees you he sort of gestures to show that the door's open and then just stays behind the desk and, and stays working also Zolf's in the kitchen cooking Ah. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, the kitchen. By the way, innkeeper is out showing you around, and then the second he sh- he he basically just gestures to the kitchen and, and sort of again he doesn't seem to speak English, but he he gestures that uh, yeah if you need food he'll he'll whip up something for you if you want. Azu has reshaved her head. I'm whipping up something for them. Thank you. <laughs> He's not funny you in his kitchen. <laughs> well, we bought his in, so <laughs> you kind of did. That's why he's not a fan of you in the kitchen. Ah. Make the rolls wrong. <laughs> you don't crimp right. correctly. Oh, in which case, you may be coming to an argument which is happening <laughs> <laughs> in different languages. If that happens, then as is just gonna like, like just open it, like, 
in Japanese it's it's a ten crimp recipe six crimps it's madness what are you doing <laughs> oh, hushed obviously because they want it quiet and nice for you uh, Hammond takes some time in the bath to actually decompress a bit like he's not going to mm-hmm. rush mm-hmm. he needs to just yeah now they're finally out of a, the fishbowl because of the region that you're in it's not hot springs or anything like yeah. that but uh, they are happy to sort of bring out hot water if you want it to sort of warm the place it is, it is hot and steaming when you are presented to it mm. it's a steamy bath what Helen it's a hot steamy <laughs> bath with paper thin walls <laughs> are there bubbles there are not but there it's are fine. a series of sort of salves and ointments set out on the side for both of you ah lovely yeah as it has like a, a freshly shaven head Ham- yeah Hamid finally gets to redress himself properly and, <laughs> and there uh, are basic can magic again yeah he can he can presidigitate his makeup and <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know what he he's gonna he's gonna actually spend some time working on a new look, like you know the same general pieces. You know, still a three piece suit kind of guy, but he think he thinks it's time for a slight change in color scheme. You do notice that a a couple of oh I forgot what their proper name is, not posh like basic kimono style wrap, um, kind of half dressing gown, half clothing. It is not it's intended for like use around the it's not external stuff, but Mm -hmm. it is again provided if you want it they actually have something in your size as oh uh, yeah also in the anti-magic field the purple robes will have family tree on the back will have faded yeah will have all just become hamid will have looked less dragony during Mm -hmm. that week Mm -hmm. and it will that will be coming back Uh once they're out got a healthy brass yes (laughs) while you guys are bathing from outside the room it's like i I brought you some food i'm just gonna leave it outside uh do you want me to i'm gonna wash your clothes if that's okay (laughs) i love that do what you want. Is that a yet? I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, leave him. I'll leave him alone you. if you don't want me to. But I'm gonna. I can. I can wash your clothes. That, that's I... fine. Thank you, Zolf. Yeah. And Azu. Can I? Um, Azu has put her head under water. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm gonna take that as a no. I'm gonna. But the food's out. So... All right. Bye. Okay, I'm going to jump time ahead to give me in broad strokes what it is you want to do. But again, the timetable for all for things that happen now are on are on you two. Okay. Everyone's very much. We have learned from experience. People like to be hands off once they've been locked in a room for seven days. Sometimes for more than a day, and that's fine. So it is on you how you want to proceed. And Wild will not make the first opportunity. He is behind that door with the door open. And if he ever, like, goes out to, say, go to the loo or something, like, he's very clear, like, stays away from you, times it and so on. Now, I'm doing my absolute level best to be a good but unobtrusive host. I am very good at being a host. I am very bad at being unobtrusive. (laughs) (laughs) The the innkeeper's getting increasingly annoyed with Zolf as time goes by. So the longer you leave this, the more arguments you're going to run into. Oh, lovely. Again, I'll probably take a moment, you know, uh, when we've got one, to just sort of tell Azu that, you know, Zolf did used to be a good friend and I do trust him and Mm. I know that what we've just been through is pretty horrible, but he's, you know, his heart's in the right place and I hope, I imagine we're going to end up working with him and that's probably going to be okay if, if that's okay. She's going to remain civil. Yeah. <laughs> so, how do you want to proceed? Yeah, I mean, Hamid's not going to need a whole day, he, you know, with the decompression in the bath, have some food, have a bit of a chat with Azu. Yeah. Um, he'll probably be ready after, in a few hours, to go and see Wild and get the the actual lowdown. He wants, he really badly wants to know what's going on. So. Yeah, Azu will have washed her clothes and, like, polished her armour and then she'll be ready. Okay. Do you approach him, I'm guessing? Yeah, I mean, we'll probably go together. Yeah, Again, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Okay, heading down that corridor, you find he's actually in a small reading room. So there are a, a few, if, if effectively it's weaker, but there are a few chairs around the room, books on the walls and so on. It's not huge, but it is comfy, if you know what I mean. Like, there's a writing desk. It's not splayed in papers. It's very clear that, like, this is a space that he's temporarily occupying. He doesn't have an office here or anything. When you come in, he stands, and that, that sort of blank impassivity is gone. Zolf, are you wanting to be in or out? It doesn't matter either way. It's kind of up to you and up to everyone else. Yes, I was actually going to say that sort of as they approach, if I was already in the room, I might be talking to Wild. Yeah, sure, go for it. Why don't we pick up there then? Yeah, okay. It's fine. So basically, sort of as you approach, you can hear like, look, you, you can trust them, right? Just, look, they pass the test, just maybe be a bit more civil. You're still being very standoffish and I, I get it, but also... They're going to want space. You know that. Yeah, but when you were... I know they need space, but when they come to us, just try and be a little warmer, right? They don't like it when I'm warm. Well, wild. Like, maybe At you should point Azu and Aham in turn off. Uh, oh. Wild stance, <coughs> gestures uh, for you to come in. He puts on a smile of sorts. <laughs> Um, Creaking. Rather awkwardly, uh, he, tr- he smiles and you can see that whatever that scar has done, he's lost some of the movement on one side of his face, so it's more of a kind of wonky smirk. Oh. A, that kind of big, bright salesman smile, it's not really possible anymore. Oh. But he's there any gestures, um, if you're ready. Yeah, seems like we've got a job to do and I'd really like to understand what's going on. Very ready. Please, take a seat. He comes over and, gest- and offers his hand to Hamid first. It is not a, like, big hug, it's just a hand. Hamid will shake it pretty enthusiastically. He goes, I'm not going to say the last week's been pleasant, obviously, but I, I do understand the need for it. And he So I'm not he, holding any of that against you or, or, or you, Zolf. I just will we'll move forward. He buries Hamid's hand in both of his, mm. and he's just like... I'm incredibly grateful to have you back. Then turns to Azu, offers her the same sort of hand to shake. Okay. She shakes wild hand. But, like... Yeah, she, she's... Guys, you can't act it out. It's an audio <laughs> medium. <laughs> but she's twice... She's like... Her hands are like twice the size of That's him. True. He's twice the size of Hamid, so... Yeah, I mean, every, every um, time the Hamid and Azu have been holding hands, it has looked a bit, uh, just a touch <laughs> ridiculous, so to be honest. But, but yeah. Uh, like holding a cat. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Wild shakes Azu's hand. Mm. I understand it's been hard. You've all done amazingly, and we're so glad to have you back. Genuinely. And then he pulls away and then leans against the desk. See, that's warm. I am trying. I know. Good. Good. Well done. That was great. Oscar, did... Did you hear what happened to Grizzop and Sasha? Yes, uh, Zolfilmian. Curie said she'd help us find out if we... Let's just say we've got a nice incentive if it wasn't just about saving the world again. We'll find out. We'll find them, regardless of how things go. I can promise you that. Tell us what we need to do and then... It's good to see you again, Oscar. Even if it's only been a week for us. Brave New World. And I'll end the episode there. (laughs) (laughs) No one... Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi everyone. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled Woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun and see you later. This is for you. Um, Helen, it's fine. We're recording another session right after this. That's it's all true. The audience Listeners are going to have to wait. Finally, for some for real once. answers. You guys have to wait. <laughs> we get it straight away. Enjoy the downtime. Bye. Bye. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution non-commercial sharealike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by Lowry Ann Davis. To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit rustyquill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill, visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at rustyquill.com. Join our community on the Discord via the website or on Reddit at r slash rustyquill. Thanks for listening. 